1: What's up, all you blurs, nerds, and everything in between? I am the swaggy blurd Winston A. Marshall, and welcome to another edition of the Inner Geekdom Show. Now, you're probably wondering uh, why this isn't live right now. Why this isn't at 9 a.m.? Well, there's two reasons for it. The first being Always a little under the weather, all right? It's been kind of a rough couple of days, so we kind of needed to do this as a pre-record, release it a little bit later. But the other reason is, as you know, we've now moved to the new SEN channel. We're over here. Thank you for following us over from the main, uh, I guess now known as the Movie Trivia on channel, over to the SCN channel. We appreciate that. Uh, we are going to actually be in studio very momentarily. Uh, I want to say maybe the next episode, if not next week, the week after. Um, It's something that we're really excited about. Uh, Now, of course, you see right here to my right, Mr. Dwayne Burke is in the building on camera right away. So uh, what's up to the people, Dwayne? Hello,
2: everyone. I will be on camera from jump now. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) let's go. Uh,
1: But yeah, we're going to we're going to be switching it up a little bit. So the, the, the show will have a new name. Uh, we're working on all the graphics and stuff for that. I don't want to reveal that until we're actually ready to reveal that. Um, we are going to be kind of treating this as both a review show, but your kind of one-stop shop, almost your PTI version of uh, dealing with, you know, the comics and in uh, TV and movies and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be the place to be for all that kind of stuff. So you don't want to miss that. Now, before we actually get to that, obviously we're going to do that once we're in studio. Um, we're going to do one more uh, full-blown review, as you obviously see in the title, a spoiler review of Loki episode four, which my God, um, so, so much popping off here. And I'll immediately say to you, Dwayne, from Jump, that now with the context of episode four, episode three became light years better in my mind than it was as a solo, if that kind of makes sense. Um, I, like I said, I still liked last week's episode, but I think now with the context of what it led to episode four, um, I think that it really gained a lot more boost in my mind. I don't know if you feel any differently about that. You're like, I already felt that way. You jackhole. Like, <laughs> that's what I was kind of trying to tell you before. Uh, what, what, what were your thoughts on this uh, episode as far as it connects to the last one before we dive into it?
2: Yeah, I mean, we got that the payoff that everyone was looking for in the first like five minutes of this episode. Um, and I, I tweeted my initial reaction to the episode and it was just last week. Wasn't filler like that. Yeah. That, like that, that was my big, rea- big reaction. Like, I think mainly because of last week, if, if we didn't have last week's episode, I don't think I would feel this way, but this might be the best episode of an MCU show that we've gotten so far. I think I agree, actually. I actually think I
1: fully agree with that. We got we got everything. And I and I think I think the big thing to remember, and this is this is my own folly for jumping to conclusions so quickly last week. Um, it's to remember that even though these are TV shows to treat them like movies, meaning that there are gonna be episodes that like if it were a movie, it would be that 15 or 20 minutes that ish is happening but it's not happening at the same pace as the rest of the film. So there's even Winter Soldier, which I love dearly, like the whole moment where you're you're seeing Zola again and he's kind of explaining what happened in the time frame of how Hydra infiltrated Shield and stuff like that. Like before you get to that cuz that's the juicy part where it's a turn. Everything cut up before that where in the Apple Store and all that kind of stuff is kind of boring, but again, you need that to get you to the next step of where you're going. So I'm happy to correct that filler is the wrong word, but it is a it is a stepping stone. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? And so now mind you, you still go back and like the thought process of what makes you you and all that stuff in the third episode, I still think are very poignant and important. Um, but it, a 1000% was a stepping stone into what do Loki and Sylvie mean to each other? Like it wouldn't, I don't think that that would have worked if you didn't have that full episode of them getting to know each other and to get to that point. Um you kind of unlocked some of the keys that then show up here. Uh, you open some of the doors that show up here in episode four, uh, everything from some of the hunters realizing that they actually are variants as as you know, Sylvie said uh, up front um and and things like that. So uh just initial thoughts of this episode, Dwayne before we dive in what what, what did you feel about episode four like you said that this is the best you said it's the best mcu tv episode you've seen um what makes it that way for you
2: i i didn't think that i was gonna be as connected to sylvie as i i was and just you know an episode well i mean five minutes in i was like whoa so like an 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 ep like 1.1 episodes I was completely connected and and with that character. I 100% like after that opening understood her entire motivations. I, I completely sided with the character. I was like, this is not the evil that we've been, you know, told about so far up, up until yeah. meeting Sylvie, as well as it, it gave us another look at, how a Loki can be mischievous or maybe not necessarily take the right path, but still be good, which is right. what we're what we kind of grew into with the Loki that we're used to. And right. this gave it to us in a completely different, you know, flavor. And it was just as delicious. No, I agree.
1: I agree a thousand percent. And I, it's funny because I, some people may have seen on Twitter uh, that, you know, we, I, I crossed a great threshold in my relationship this past weekend and that we f- I finally got Kristen to watch Thor The Dark World. She decided she wanted to go through the entirety of the MCU. Um, and then when we got to Thor The Dark World, because she's not a fan of Thor, uh, she doesn't hate the character per se, but like she's not big into like any sort of like medieval like kind of you know castles and, and knights and Vikings and all that. She's like, that's not my style. I'm not, she will never watch Game of Thrones. She's made that very clear. And I've accepted that, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so we finally watched it. And what's funny is re-watching it now, Loki is kind of evil, the first two iterations we see him. So Thor and Avengers, but you're still kind of seeing a hurt orphan in that situation, right? Um, once you get to Thor, the Dark World, still kind of a little bit of, a, of, a, of an ass. I'm sure we can say at least that. Still a little bit of an ass. Um, but you're already kind of seeing him more and more as this misunderstood dude, especially by the end of it. Even though he does ultimately, you know, take over the throne of Asgard. If you remember, by the time we, get to, we see him again in Ragnarok, he hasn't really done anything. He's just been kind of tooling around because Thor's away and like put it on plays about how he died a glorious death and all this kind of stuff. You know, he's not really doing anything bad at that point. He's just very calmly ruling Asgard. Um, we're, we're further getting to this point now, especially once we get into the show with Sylvie and with Loki of like you said, they're really not actually evil. And it even goes back to what Mobius said and I want to say episode one where he's like, not all bad people are truly bad and not all good people are truly good. Um, it's somewhere in between. And that's exactly what we kind of get here. And I agree with you. We start the show off, this episode off, with Sylvie as a child, just literally playing with her little toys. Snatch, you're going to the TVA and you're about to get pruned. And thankfully, you know, she's still already the goddess of mischief. She pilfers the the t- the temp pad and she's out of there. Um and then we also get uh Ravona, uh Ravona at the beginning speaking to the timekeepers. Um, and you know, we already see the beginning of this to un- the TVA starting to unravel, not fully, but at least some of the key players that we've met. So Mobius is like, I want to speak to C20. And Ravona's like, uh, nah, she's dead. You can't you can't speak to her. She died. Like her mind went crazy and she, you know, she passed and it seemed off i don't know if, the, if you were like nah she lying like they killed her like there's no way there's no way that I, I mean i don't know about you but my instincts kicked in i was like no that's that that feels like the TVA just said no nah, we can't let her secrets get out
2: oh yeah my 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 12 cents went off i was like that's a cop answer right there that, that's... <laughs> i was like yeah no. i was like no sir don't trust that don't trust that at <laughs> all the bu- Literally, this is
1: terrible to say, but I was like, yo, where's the body cam footage? Which is hilarious, because <laughs> guess what we got later in the episode when Mobius switches tent pads with Ravona? She's in the interview, and she's like, nah. I had a life. I had memories. This is a lie. Y'all, yeah. I want you... I'm a variant. This And the Ravona's like, this is over. And then cuts it off, and I'm like, fam. They went straight cop cover-up
2: with this. Holy yeah. crap. Which, it, I mean, is, since we're talking about Mobius, now I'm wondering... How many? I, I don't think so. Before I talked about, um, I think it was in last week's episode. I talked about how I think I think that the other consultant that Ravona keeps referencing
0: is is, another Mobius. is a,
2: another Mobius. I think it is, but it's a Mobius that also found out the truth and got yeah. pruned. I think that what has happened is Mobius keeps finding out the truth and she keeps finding a new variant to work for the TBA and keeps having to prune him. That's horrible, but I actually would agree with you, which then brings up, the,
1: I'm, I'm assuming you well, Yes, I know you did because you, we were talking about the other variants later. So let's jump ahead real quick to the, the end credit scene um, where uh, obviously this is a spoiler episode. So you already know Loki gets pruned when they meet the time, the timekeepers, um, He's just about to admit his love to Sylvie and, and Ravona stabs him in the back with uh, the pruning baton. So in the post-credit scene, Loki wakes up being like, is this hell? Which is, I don't know if you watch with the subtitles, but hell is in like hell is hell. So the H E L instead of the two L. I was like, Oh, yeah. that's, that's funny. Um, he wakes up to uh, four Lokis staring him back in the face. Um, which I don't know about you. I didn't catch the fourth one at first because I was just looking at it as a whole. You saw
2: lizard Loki sitting there, right? Yeah, it's a, it's an alligator. Which uh, I think okay. since we've already been hinted that we're gonna get Throg at some point, right? Um, so so I think that sense. I think that was just a further hint that we're we're going to get that because I, I think that's yeah. been that's been like shown in in toys or something like that, right, right? 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 Um, but. So I I think that was just another little nod to like let us know like hey these characters exist. No, exactly. Which is because we also got Kid Loki, which is then further nodding us
1: towards the Young Avengers. But anyway, um, the fact that our Loki got pruned and he actually woke up in some other place with these other variants, my question now becomes: When you get pruned, are you actually being killed, or are you just being sent to whatever this other dimension is? that they end up in, or is it just because he's Loki and because they're demigods or whatever, is that why he's over there? Now, obviously I think we'll probably get the answer to this question next episode, but what are your initial
2: thoughts and theories on that? Um, so it's, it's complicated with first thing I, I like have to note is that they were in New York.
1: It is was, that what it was?
2: Yeah, it didn't, you I, you I see, didn't catch enough
1: context clues.
2: Yeah, so right behind the uh old OG Loki, you can uh-huh. see a crumbled Avengers Tower. Really? So so they're in New York. Okay. Which New York Me. or what New York is um is up up for up for questions, but I think a part of what I think happens.
1: Mm-hmm
2: when you get pruned, goes into who is possibly... Oh, you're
1: right. I just opened it up, and yeah, you know, part of it, too, I guess that's that's the issue of watching that. Like, I'm trying to... Because I'm even curious about this hammer. There's something on the end of it that's kind of weird. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that definitely looks like some sort of post-apocalyptic... I don't
2: know if that's Avengers Tow. To it sort of looks like it. It's the, the curve that goes out to the yeah, landing yeah, pad that no. the Quinjets yeah. land on. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But what this makes me wonder is, so we've all theorized that, hey, it's going to be Kang behind the Timekeepers, right?
1: right? Well,
2: if anyone is familiar with the comics, the creation of the Timekeepers stems from he who remains, who is the last being left alive uh at the end of the universe. And he created the timekeepers in his timeline or he sorry he he created the I think they're called the time twisters in his timeline and then they started messing up the timeline. So he created them to basically be the TVA or the timekeepers and then they got you know drunk with power and started messing up the timeline. So then he split into another timeline where he created the time keepers who are a little bit less um, fervent for to to say the least. And that is the timeline that we are probably in right now. Right now. yeah. So what if when you get pruned, you just get sent to the other timeline? That was that... prior to you.
1: That would make sense. Also, if it if it if it essentially is like a giant, um, you know, like trash chute or like dumpster that you're just putting everything, it would also make sense that this world is so apocalyptic, because remember we're using entire we use grenades to wipe out entire timelines, so those things just keep dumping in on themselves, whether it be a mass amount of people or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm very curious as to what where. If it's just the because because again I was curious if it was just the Loki's that survived but again I think we'll get that answer pretty quickly um, about whether or not other beings have made it here or not um, just in the moment but it's it's like like you said yes, am I dead and they said you're not but you will be if you don't come with us right now you know what I'm saying so like yeah and there's I,
2: I think that it might be um, I think it is everyone but they've kind of already set up why we're only gonna probably see Loki's in the first episode when Mobius is like, we've probably pruned more Loki variants than any other type of variant. So it makes sense that the world is pretty much populated with Lokis. So crazy. I'm just, but go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I have another, there's another possibility of what this could be. And that's that it could be limbo, which is Mm. the, the realm that Amortis rules over in the comics when he eventually begins working for the TVA um, that he so he he takes over limbo which also holds chronopolis because it is a realm outside of time and space right right right, so right right. I mean that
1: I I don't hate that idea either I, I don't I don't I don't hate that at all I mean Again, when we're getting to when we're getting to this, I mean, Mortis Kang, um, all of this is kind of intertwined with each other. So I could totally see it going that way too. I think it's something we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what happens yep. next, uh, since the possibilities are honestly endless. Um, but let's talk about some of the other stuff that I thought was interesting. So uh, you know, I'm curious of the moments you found interesting too. Um, the time cell. The time cell was so. The, to me, this was, I remember watching, uh, do you watch Lucifer? Yeah. So there's an episode where this one guy, the idea of hell isn't necessarily like you're being, you know, being having needles stuck in your eye continuously for all eternity. It's that you relive the worst moment in your life that you feel guilty about over and over and over again. Now, mind you, that's not, he doesn't feel super guilty about cutting off Sif's hair. Uh, but in this time cell that he's in, it's a, it's a time loop where Sif comes in pissed off because Loki has cut her hair off, cut off a lock of her hair. She comes in and she specifically says, hold on, I wrote down the quote. She said, you, you conniving, craven, pathetic worm. You deserve to be alone and you always will be. And in that moment when she does it, she comes in, she slaps him. Then she knees him in the balls and punches him out and does this on an endless <laughs> loop. And at one point, we actually see Loki break down And admit to Sif, he goes, I'm a narcissist who craves attention and I'm scared to be alone. And that particular time, she kind of gets a little bit of empathy for him and she goes, she, instead of hitting him, um, she picks him up uh, or she, because he was just on the ground. He wasn't, he wasn't standing at the time. She picks him up and she goes, well, you always will be alone and then walks off. And it's at that moment that Mobius comes in and it makes me wonder, now mind you, Mobius is doing a lot of stuff simultaneously in a very uh um eventually after this interaction with loki this current interrogation goes to do his own digging into what's going on but right after loki te- comes to terms with his narcissism comes in to get him and it makes me wonder because similarly in lucifer there's a guy like there's a guy that's stuck in guilt and lucifer tells him we'll stop feeling guilty and actually like repent for what you did and that dude ends up in heaven because he eventually comes to terms with it. So it makes me even wonder if Mobius shows up after Loki has this breakthrough moment. I just thought it was super interesting whether or not that was what happened or if it was just a directorial choice. I thought that it worked really well in what the time cell, I believe, is meant to do. Um, And that is to put you in one of those crappy moments to make you kind of realize that about yourself. What did you think, Dwayne?
2: Uh, I mean, I I don't know if it's meant to make you like realize <laughs> things about you i g- given what we know about the TVA, i think it's meant just to torture you um yeah and you know mobius did pick one of the things that was either going to break loki or or you know make him stronger which i i think it came with the latter but right um i i the most interesting thing for me, is, or there's a couple interesting things about this. One, we haven't seen Sif since Agents of Shield, like season three. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um That sounds right. But this is this is another nod to the comics. So we've been talking a lot about Lady Loki. The origin of Lady Loki was after Ragnarok. Loki stole the body that was meant for Sif. And that's how he became Lady Loki. Oh, uh, see, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so that's that's the actual origin of Lady Loki. Like, that body was meant for Sif. It was not meant for Loki. And he stole it from Sif after Apocalypse, or after Ragnarok. I did not know that. That is, You, you, were, you were wising me up, sir. <laughs> Also, I find it interesting that Loki used a reference to Greek mythology to describe himself. Which part? Uh, narcissist. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I don't know if that's a word that they would have on Asgard. I mean, you know, he speaks English, so you know,
1: it's possible that he would have he would have known and whatnot. And and I, I take I think the last time we saw Sif was we saw her dead body uh in front of Thanos. It, it's like when you when the when you when when they're all when all the Asgardians were killed on the thing. Okay. I think we actually saw her body laying on the ground as well of uh, the rest of the warriors. Um if I remember correctly. Interesting just to go back and look at the scene. Um but yeah I thought I, it was it was just I, I think what's what's so interesting um about this and we've talked about the theme of this show is self realization. Um, It further carries through. So it carried through, obviously, for Loki having this breakthrough moment here, him in the interrogation having the breakthrough that he loves Sylvie, Um, the breakthrough that C20, and then B15, which B15 at one point goes and gets Sylvie and breaks her out of the interrogation room and goes back to Rock's cart because she realizes they can hide in apocalypses and was like, I need to know the truth. Like, what did you do to her? And I was like, I didn't do anything. And it's like, well, then I need you to show me my stuff, show me my life. And she was like, oh, my God, I was happy. Like, she she was so upset, um, which then allows her to eventually realize also that the TVA is bunk and to help them at the timekeepers try and escape. Uh, she busts in and like turns their collars off, throws them a sword, and is like, "All right." Now, mind you, I was not expecting for B fifteen to get washed so fast. I thought that she actually would have been like in the fight. She got knocked out in, like two seconds, bro. I was not expecting that. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, she did. She did get knocked out by Ravona, who is apparently like the the timekeeper. Like, yeah, she she's the most formidable of all of the hunters. Um, so I mean, that that part makes sense. Um, I just my, my favorite part was that she came in and she threw their like mantra at them. When I mean, she just came in and she's like, for all time. And she, she time, was like, always. because yeah. because she's like, I'm here, like I'm here, I believe in a mission but this, what you guys are doing is not the mission. Well, I also think it, it put it on its ear where it's like this whole idea of for,
1: uh, for all time always. Well, all time is all these variants. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that there's a, there's a moment of like, I had a time and you took it from me. So I, that, that was also the thing that I kind of took away from that as I was like, I always thought that that phrase was a little backwards. But now I ended like, it was cool to see her flip it and be like, yeah, that seems to fit a little bit better Um, but okay. What I gotta ask you? What was the sadder moment for you? Um, Loki getting pruned at the end of the episode, or Mobius getting pruned? Um,
2: this is this is hard. I I think it it's probably Mobius. Right, right, right. Um, only only because of the mid credit scene. Right. If, i get that i think if, i think yeah with without the mid-credits scene uh, i think loki would have been the sadder moment and honestly i'm not gonna lie i kind of wish that we hadn't gotten the mid credit scene um as as cool as it was you know i i think that if we had went into next week being like holy crap we just lost loki like yeah we we really because because a big thing that people were asking post infinity war was how is Loki coming back? And I would, I would love if this show is like, Hey, like we gave you a little bit more time with Loki, but he's not coming back. Right. 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 Like, I think that is what I I would like out of this show. I don't think that's what we're going to get, but like, I think if, if this, if we had lost Loki in that moment and then just went forward with Sylvie, like I would have been down
1: like
2: i would have been down I, I for literally
1: it. thought when he got pruned I was like so i guess this is now change the name of the show to Sylvie which she technically is a loki but like just change it change it to Sylvie um i think the reason why mobius was a little bit harder for me was because literally when you're building up i need to tell you something i was like he's going to die literally he's in 2 seconds he's going to get stabbed like ravona was not killed she was knocked out i was like she's yeah. going to wake up she's going to hit him in the back with the, with the, 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 the pruning device. And then that's going to be that. So I kind of felt it coming. Um, the Mobius thing, I think the one that got me, the reason why it got me is like, I believe I probably had a happy life. I had a jet. It was a one with a jet ski. I was like, they're going to kill him. And then
2: they did it. And I was like, ah, oh! yeah. It's like, Oh dude, also, it, that, also, one, that one got me. Also, once I realized what has probably happened in the past to other Mobius variants. I was like, he's been going through this for who knows yeah. how long, just getting yeah. pruned over and over and over again. Yep, exactly. So, uh,
1: all right. Well, final thoughts, man, of of anything else you want to like cover real quick
2: before we get out of here? I mean, so there's, there's one more line from Mobius that was kind of like a throwaway line, but like okay. really Caught my attention, and that was okay. we've captured Kree, Titans, Titans, yeah, and
1: vampires. Uh, he did say vampires, that's true. I, I I wasn't paying attention. I just saw the Krees and Titans, and I just kind of blew past so the we, vampire part. We
2: have we have our first confirmation that like outside of the casting, sure, but the actual that, like, in-universe and- confirmation that vampires exist in the MCU. Also, also Mobius in a different way.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, a different, which, no, what, what's his name? It's not, it's not Mobius. Maybe, maybe I'm... Morbius, that's what yeah. it is. Sorry. Clearly the sickness is kicking in just a little bit. I was like, no, that's not right. That's not right at all, because they wouldn't name two characters the same thing in Marvel. It doesn't make any sense. But yes, we, we've got a further confirmation now that vampires are here in the MCU and they're coming, uh, again, setting up Blade. So... Yeah, that was a that was a strong uh moment to point out, Dwayne. I appreciate it. If you had to if you had to rate it out of five, what would you rate this
2: episode, man? Uh this episode for me was a five out of five. Uh I I think this is I think this is the strongest episode that we like, and I'm I'm taking into account, you know, the build up to the episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the strongest episode we've gotten so far uh, I in, think so in too. the MCU shows so I'm I'm super excited to see where this goes from here we've got what two two more episodes left yeah, more. Um, there's some loki variants that we've seen uh, in promotional material that we haven't seen yet which I assume are gonna show up in the next episode that mm-hmm. um, I'm really excited to see how how that pans out and i'm i'm really wondering if we're going to actually get an answer about the, the TVA.
1: i think we'll get some sort of answer as to what's going on i feel like these other keys kind of know what the deal is and they'll probably fill in a little bit more but I, I gotta agree i gotta give it a five it's the first five i'm giving for the show not that the other episodes weren't good but i i had said early on that i was like this is great material but I can tell that this is kind of a, like a setup for other things. And I would want to wait to see as we moved on and the payoff on this was just so huge. Um, the emotional payoff, uh, the plot payoff, all that kind of stuff. This was massive. So got to give that a five. Um,
2: so with that, Dwayne, tell them where they can find you brother. Oh uh, yeah. You can find me anywhere and everywhere on the internet at BurkMade, Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Check out my Twitch channel where I broadcast like four nights a week, something like that. My YouTube channel, Technical Difficulties, where I teach you how to make your live streams and productions more dynamic. And if you're so inclined, patreon.com slash and you can become a student of the Berkmaid School of Broadcasting.
1: That's What's up, man? Oh, you're doing a whole broadcasting school, son. I like it. Uh, and you know where to find me at the Swaggy Blurred Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else. Blurs in the Hood, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, And again, this show will still live on Wednesdays, uh, but we are going to be moving our time slots. So stay tuned uh, for both the renaming of the show and what time that's all going down. Um, The shows will continue to be, uh, that show even will be pre-taped. Uh, but in studio again. So just so you kind of know ahead of time. Uh, so no need to worry about schmobots or Streamlabs. You can send them in to support. We still appreciate that at any point in time. Uh, Streamlabs.com slash the All that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, other than that, y'all, I want to thank you so much for joining us. to make you hit that music. Uh, next week, we will be covering uh, episode five of Loki. And we will have other stuff to talk about there as well. So come and join us as we kick off this new era, this new variant, if you will, this nexus point of the Inner Geekdom show. I'm Winston A. Marshall. Stay geeky, y'all. Peace.